Hi, I'm Katie. And I'm Logan. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Broad, Broad Scope. <laughs> I heard another story that captures the desperate need for accessible health care, and it comes from an article by Vice News. This story follows a woman named Barbara who pursued an abortion at a time when it was illegal. Barbara did not intend to get pregnant, um, and she was only 18 at the time. The procedure would have cost her around $200, and Barbara was forced to forego the procedure as she didn't have this much money to spare. Her friend gave her some pills to take instead, and weeks later, Barbara ended up in the hospital due to an extreme amount of pain. She had to be operated on due to an incomplete abortion, and the doctors told her that if she had waited any longer, that she would be dead. But I feel like a lot of people are misled and misinformed about the organization's true nature. With policies and laws that have been created to defund Planned Parenthood, it's becoming harder and harder to find the truth. This is Planned Parenthood's unplanned controversy. There's a lot of speculation surrounding Planned Parenthood lately, so we interviewed some people to get the public's opinion. What's the first thing you think of when you hear Planned Parenthood? Abortion. Controversy. Abortion. Abortion. Wow, there's a lot of abortions up in there. Yeah, while it's true that Planned Parenthood does provide abortions, their main focus is on so much more than that. You're right. A lot of people get caught up in the controversy around abortion providers, but Planned Parenthood has a lot of services that people depend on. Yeah, right. What do you think you know about Planned Parenthood? I know they provide a wide variety of services, but I don't know that much information about it. I know they have STD testing there. They help people with unplanned pregnancies. I think they give out free condoms. So clearly, there's a lack of knowledge surrounding the topic. STD screenings and prevention are a big part of what Planned Parenthood does. They also provide HIV screening and prevention methods as well as sex education. Planned Parenthood also actually provides prenatal care to expectant mothers. Title X funding allows more than 4 million people to receive affordable family planning services. Title X is designed to prioritize the needs of low-income families or uninsured people, including those who are not eligible for Medicaid and might not otherwise have access to these health care services. Planned Parenthood clinics serve about 1.5 million of them. According to Planned Parenthood, defunding has become a popular term, but it isn't an accurate way to describe the threats facing the organization. Planned Parenthood is not funded by the federal government. There is no line item in the federal budget for Planned Parenthood, and they do not get a blank check from the government. Instead, they get grants and reimbursements for specific programs. So when people talk about defunding, what they really mean is blocking patients who rely on public health care programs from going to Planned Parenthood health centers for care. If the current defunding bills are passed, people using programs like Medicaid could no longer get services like birth control, cancer screenings, annual exams, and STD testing and treatment at Planned Parenthood. Many would have nowhere else to turn for the health care that they need. Planned Parenthood offers many services such as Zika education and prevention campaigns, over 4 million STI testings and treatments, over 2 million contraceptive services, cancer screenings, which caught over 75,000 cancer cases early, expanding HIV education, research, and prevention, and transgender health care, including hormone therapy. Here's a breakdown of Planned Parenthood services. 47% of the services provided are STI screenings and treatments, 28% are contraceptive services, 7% are cancer screenings and prevention, and 3% 
our abortion services. How does America's healthcare system affect the patients you see? Well, America's healthcare system has a great impact on the patients that I see. As a registered nurse, I work mostly with uh, senior citizens in the long-term care setting as well as like rehabilitation. And they didn't receive a lot of great health care throughout their lives. Um, they didn't have the medications available or the treatments available that we have now back when they were younger. As a result, I think a lot of the aging population now does have quite a bit of health you know, difficulties and health issues that might have been remedied throughout their lifetime if they would have had better health care. But as our health care system is, you know, improving over the years, I think the senior citizens now are receiving a lot better medical attention and a lot better medications available to them. So as a result, I think that they are living, you know, longer and, um, and their life is a better quality than what it would have been with not such a great health care system. How do these financial setbacks affect patients in their retirement or older years? Well, it definitely seems to be a problem with um, people in their retirement years. They are not prepared for the amount of money that they have to dish out into their medical expenses. And um, people are mostly relying on Social Security to supplement you know, their living. And Social Security isn't really cutting it as far as with the cost of living increasing and it's just not covering all the expenses. So as a result, um, people's medical care and their health is, it, a lot of people it is suffering because of their expenses and you know the cost of living that they're experiencing and just not being completely aware of how much money it was gonna cost them you know, to stay healthy as they aged. How have you seen America's healthcare system changing over time? Well, over time, um, there's definitely been a positive move towards healthier lifestyles. Um, there's a, a, a bigger push for people to make healthier choices as far as their diet, um, their lifestyle. Uh, there's been a, a larger increase in people pushing for non-smoking um, with, with the push for um, non-smoking companies. There's insurance perks if you are a non-smoker. Um, with taking out smoking areas in different public places, uh, it's actually helping as far as getting people to move more towards the non-smoking uh, decision. And most of the people that seem to have health care issues right now that are in the older population, you know, middle-aged to senior citizens, they a lot of them were previous smokers. And it's, it's astonishing to see how many people now that are having health care problems were smokers back in their younger years or even most of their adult lives. And I think that the um, healthcare industry pushing more for non-smoking and a healthier, you know, lifestyle as far as eating and exercising is definitely making an improvement on our health, our health as we age. And it's just having an overall increase in, in health. How have you seen the healthcare system failing the average middle class population? Well, I would have to say that um, the largest failure that I've seen in the middle class population for healthcare is the cost. Uh, pharmaceutical companies have such a markup on the medications um, that if you are not, you know, at poverty level, a lot of medications are not even affordable to the middle class because insurance companies only cover a portion of it and you can only a lot of times get the write-off to cover all of it if you're at poverty level. Um, also with the middle class population, 
Uh, if you don't have an employer that offers health care, you know, you can get online and research insurance companies yourself, but with a middle class population, you're going to pay a percentage of what you make annually for your health care coverage. So a lot of times to buy an insurance policy, if you don't have a good policy with your employer, is almost um, unaffordable for the middle class family nowadays with the cost of living and trying to afford health care. Have you seen or do you have any knowledge of Planned Parenthood helping people? Yes, actually Planned Parenthood is actually very helpful for people. Um, it doesn't really matter your income level or anything about your, you know, living status. If you go to them, they offer free health screens. Um, they offer information, not just a lot of people think of Planned Parenthood. They just think of you go there to get birth control, but you can actually go there um, for any kind of screenings that you need. Uh, they give you information on diseases that you need to be aware of that you should be protecting yourself against. And a lot of people go there, you know, for help that don't have a primary physician or just don't know who else they can turn to. So I know that that is a very good organization and they do offer help to a lot of people. In order to get more information about America's healthcare system, we interviewed someone in the medical field. As you can see, Planned Parenthood offers many services but often falls victim to controversy. We think it's very important for people to be informed about this organization and so that they are able to understand the services that they provide people who are not in positions to help themselves. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on, on Broad Scope. So clearly, there's a lack of knowledge surrounding the topic. STD screenings and prevention are a big part of what Planned Parenthood does. They also provide HIV screening and prevention methods as well as sex education. Planned Parenthood also actually provides prenatal care to expectant mothers.